and she recognized snippets of the psalms and the poem that was read. David would have declared it sappy. Her mind raced with regrets that she hadn't taken more care planning this memorial service, that she hadn't spent more time alone with her sons, letting them talk about how they were feeling. But more than that, so much regret. She and David still loved each other, Yet somehow in the last few months, or was it years now, they'd let themselves get too busy for each other. He'd been pulling longer shifts since his promotion, and with the boys away at college, she'd poured herself into getting the homeless shelter up and running. She couldn't put her finger on the moment things had started to slide, but something hadn't been quite right between her and David for some time. Still, They had had slumps in their marriage before. If David had lived, she felt certain they would have eventually found their way back into each other's hearts. There was some comfort in that. But now she must live with regret, too. That she hadn't made the first move toward him. That she'd let other things take precedence over the most important relationship in her life that she had become so caught up in her passion for the shelter that she had forgotten her passion for David. She ransacked her brain for a remembrance of better times. Why could she only find arguments and misunderstandings in the catalog of memories accumulated over twenty-four years of marriage? There'd been love there, too, once upon a time. Daniel tugged at her sleeve, The brief service was over. David's life, summed up in twenty minutes. A driver from the funeral home waited outside the tent to escort them back to the limousine. Head down, she rose and gripped her son's arms, wishing her boys could carry her across the barren winter lawn. She felt the eyes of a hundred strangers follow their path back to the waiting car. Movement to her left made her look up. A woman stood apart from the crowd, half hidden by the gnarled trunk of an ancient cedar. Tall and slender, she wore a dressy black coat and, like Susan, she had on black stockings and heels. A soft red scarf was wound around her head and neck, but dark hair escaped it, cascading in waves to her shoulders. She was weeping. Strange. Susan didn't know the woman, but then, with all the media in attendance, she didn't know many of the people here. Still, the reporters weren't dressed in typical funeral garb, and though they wore somber expressions, they weren't crying. Maybe the woman wasn't here for David's service. Maybe she was visiting a loved one buried in the cemetery. Still, It seemed odd she'd be dressed to the nines for a private visit. She stood apart from the other mourners, but she watched them, as if she belonged with them. The stranger looked up, and for the briefest moment, their eyes met. Then the woman looked away quickly, as if she'd been caught staring. Mom? At the sound of Davy's voice, Susan turned back and continued on to the car. Against the biting wind, she pulled the collar of her coat around her throat. But the image of that woman's face haunted her.
Andrea Morley tucked a wayward curl underneath her scarf and blotted a tear with the fingertip of the thin leather dress glove sheathing her hand. It was a wonder her tears didn't freeze on her face. The wind blew bitter cold across the cemetery. As she had watched the family and friends huddle beneath the funeral tent, she'd envied the warmth they took from each other, that they had the right to comfort each other. Oh, God, if you're there, forgive me. She swallowed another swell of tears and winced at the bitter taste that filled her throat. What must it be like to be free to cry over the casket, to speak openly of precious shared memories? She dropped her head. She would never know. And it did no good to stand here and wonder. She never should have come in the first place. She'd been foolish to take such a risk, as if she hadn't already risked enough. Comfort those who weep, Lord God. Grant your mercies. The pastor pronounced a closing prayer over the family. Andrea gave a little gasp. She should leave before anyone saw her, but she couldn't seem to make her feet move. Walking away would be the end. Would force her to admit that he was gone, and that what they had shared was over, and she had no one to blame but herself. The scent of wood smoke drifted up from the valley, and with it a memory so strong she wasn't sure her legs would hold her against its assault. She reached for the sturdy trunk of a nearby tree and let the images come.